Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with Kurt Levian. Kurt is a prize-winning author and translator of more than 25 books. His latest novel is Me, Ma, Mu, and Maud, or Which Will It Be? Me and Mazel, or Gila and Me. Welcome, Kurt. It's uh, always fun to have you on for a visit to talk about your latest work, which you are anything if not prolific, um, uh, be it the novel or translation. But I thought today we would begin with your recently published translation, Maestrela, The Thief by Sholem Alekem. Uh, and it's a rediscovered novel. So tell me a little bit about how it was recovered or maybe discovered. Well, tell you the the first of all, Shalom Aleichem, and um, the final details regarding the discovery. I would like to leave for readers of Moshkala, the Thief. Okay. Just let me say that this book had been totally neglected from the works of Shalom Aleichem. In fact, in the complete works of Shalom Aleichem, the project which was begun shortly after his death in New York City in 1916, comprised 28 volumes and was called Ale Verk. But Moshkele Ganev, or Moshkele the Thief, for some mysterious reason, was not included in the complete works. However, God bless the National Yiddish Book Center because they did have several copies. So it's safe to say that you've translated a lot of Shalom Aleichem's work in addition to many works of Chaim Grada. What about Shalom Aleichem compels you to translate him and maybe just a a bit about why Grada as well, and then we'll get deeper into this book. Okay, so the Shalom Aleichem is, a, is really very fascinating. When I was, I guess in high school, my father gave me, a Yiddish, native Yiddish speaker born in Russia, gave me one of, one of Shalom Aleichem's short story collections. And uh, having grown, grown up with Yiddish, it was not difficult at all for me. In fact, I was fluent in Yiddish. I started reading, and I hear him, my father, saying to my mother, He's reading Shalom Aleichem and all night long, he's laughing. And the truth of the matter is that as I was reading, in my mind, the, like subtitles, the English text was floating across the Yiddish that I was reading. So I was literally translating already in my mind. And then I started with one of Shalom Aleichem's short stories, uh, a satire. And um, after I wrote it, I said, you know what? I'm going to try sending this to a magazine. I sent it to Commentary, which liked it very much. And um, after it was published in Commentary, what book publishers said, would you like to expand on this. And so that's how I began um, reading more and more and translating more and more of Shalom Aleichem. Um, I have translated several volumes of Shalom Aleichem, including his 
uh, autobiography from Yarid, which means from the fair. And that was ex exactly the title in English, from the fair, the autobiography of Shalom Aleichem. And um, would you share a little bit about Chaim Grada? Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Chaim Grada, who else, whom I got to know very well, and we became friends and after being um, Mr. Grada, it was Chaim, and he called me with his gravelly voice, he called me Kurt, Kurt. And um, it began also, interestingly enough, in a sort of an outside fashion. I had reviewed his first novel, The Well, for the New York Times book review. And I guess he saw that not only did I understand Yiddish, but I understood Yiddishkeit, which is a crucial factor in understanding Yiddish. Because if you don't know Yiddishkeit, the entire realm of Jewishness, the, the, the sacred books, the liturgy, the, the holidays, if you don't know all of this, uh, your knowledge of Yiddish um, becomes flawed. So he knew that I knew all of this. And he actually asked me, to translate his Holocaust memoir, uh, The Seven Little Lanes, the Ziggeslach, which the Bergen-Belsen uh, Foundation published. And from there, he asked me to translate the Aguna and his two volume, his great novel, The Yeshiva. How Kurt, how do you sort of put these two authors together, if I may? I mean, they're, they're so different. <laughs> That's an interesting question. It's like saying, uh, how do you put Shakespeare and Saul Bellow together? Well, they both wrote, <laughs> they both wrote <laughs> in English and both were great writers. There is, there's a world of difference between them. Um, there's very rarely any laughter in Yiddish. He, if, even if you see photographs of Chaim Grada, there's always a serious mean on his face. Um, he, as a survivor, he um, really was focused on recreating, on revivifying his destroyed Vilna. Shalom Aleichem, of course, himself had experience. He knew about... Uh, pogroms, but laughter was really uh, the main essence of Shomalechem's works. Uh, Shomalechem doesn't really probe the deep psyche of characters as Chaim Grada does. So there is a generation and a half or so separating them. Chaim Grada was born in Vilna in 1910. Shomalechem in Pereyaslav in Ukraine in 1859. But there is certainly a difference between their attitudes towards life, I guess, shaped to a degree by their own personal life experiences. Yeah, this is what's kind of interesting to me, who's new to a lot of this, new as in 10, 10 or 12 years. Um, you know, my my first take on Sholem Aleichem was, oh, you know, this is sort of, he does this nice fol folkloric storytelling about life in the shtetl. Uh, 
And then I've come to realize that I think his work is a lot more complex or nuanced, if I may. He writes about the old country, but there's there's more to it. The characters, I think, bring the reader into the challenges of the arrival of the modern world in terms of the multi-generational Again, humor, I think, which is such a, you know, is so Jewish to me as a way to deal with things is so embedded in there, but in a, in a really interesting way, because it's the thing that allows us to, I think, sometimes grapple with harder issues in life. Um, I just, I would love to hear your thoughts about who he was as a storyteller. Well, first of all, let me say that one of Shalom Aleichem's very famous remarks was, Lach, kinderlach, lach. Lachen is gesund. Laugh, children, meaning everybody. Laugh, children, laugh. Laughing is healthy. And I'm sure, I'm sure he's right about that. Mm-hmm. But who he was, he was shaped, don't forget, before him, Yiddish literature had a lot of what would be, be called pulp literature. So he he refined storytelling into a literary art, and he actually poked fun at the um, popular uh, writers who were making their headway um, in Yiddish. Let's not call it Yiddish literature, um, but Yiddish. So he he was grounded in classics. He knew Gogol. He knew Chekhov. He knew Tolstoy. Actually, uh, with the latter two, he actually had personal communication. After the notorious Kishinev pogrom, um, 1904, I think it was, he wanted to gather up Yiddish stories or stories in Yiddish, create a book, and let the proceeds from that book go to the victims of the Kishinev pogrom. And he actually wrote a letter to Chekhov and another letter to Tolstoy and told them he's fluent in Russian. Uh, They must have known of him. And he asked both of them to contribute a story to this volume that would help the victims. And he said he himself would translate um, Chekhov's story into Yiddish and Tolstoy stories into Yiddish. And both decent writers acquiesced. They sent him stories and uh, Chekhov's and Tolstoy's story was included. So uh, he's also, Shalom Aleichem is also linked with Yiddish literature and with great, with, with Russian literature and with great personalities in the field. Uh, I don't know if he knew of Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky was a notorious anti-Semite, and I'm sure he would not have uh, approached him, even if their um, lives had intercrossed in some fashion. Um, I know we don't want to have to give a spoiler alert, nor will we um, spoil the book, but could you just talk a little bit about it? Sort of, it, it's a it's a really wonderful read. Okay, so we have. Moshka Leganev, or Moshka the Thief, who is ill-regarded in the community uh, because he is a thief. But he is a heroic thief. 
he battles, he gets into a fight uh, with, uh, with a goy who has been picking on Jews and he wins. He has his eye. Uh, never in his life would he dream that he would have any links with the tavern keeper's daughter whom he, whom he loves. But in the, in Roshkala, the thief, there is some interaction, a fascinating plot twist, and something good happens for Moshkele, the thief. Uh, it has a lovely ending. Uh, as you notice, I'm not telling the ending, nor am I telling the details. But the Shomalechem's creation of Moshkele and his milieu and his friends and the people he interacts with are beautifully done. And it is a groundbreaking work because, and Shalom Aleichem loved this work. He thought of it as one of his best pieces, but it is a groundbreaking work because the notion in Yiddish literature was edelkeit, decency, genteelness. You don't deal with the roughnecks, with the underclass, with thieves, with horse thieves, with robbers. You don't deal with them. It's just spasnish. It's not fitting for literature. But Shalom Aleichem broke this, which I call the Edelkite barrier, this genteelness barrier. And he started writing about people in the underclass, and it was groundbreaking because thereafter you have writers like Lamed Shapiro, who wrote about pogroms in brutal detail. This could never have been done had Shalom Aleichem not written Moshkele. Ghana from Moshkala the Thief um, in 1903. And it, of course, you might even say it leads in a direct line to Isaac Bashevis Sanger, born in 1904, um, Poland, and writing about crooks, thieves, pimps, lovers, almost anything that you could imagine, um, violence, etc. In, in Shalom Aleichem, violence, if somebody reports on a pogrom, it's usually third hand. Somebody in the shtetl is writing a letter to America and he says, oh yeah, she says, it's very nice in, in New York City, but you know, uh, he says laughingly, he says, we had one a little, we had a little celebration here too. I heard somebody telling me that they heard from somebody else that there was a pogrom in shtetl XXX. So that's, that's as close as Shalom Aleichem gets to violence. But with his groundbreaking, wonderful gem of a novel, Moshkele the Thief, he starts this process of groundbreaking by writing about horse thieves and, the, and their company. And just a curious question for you. Why do you think he approached it that way? Wonderful question. Can't answer that. <laughs> the speculation, just Not like this. Who. One second, one second. Just like the speculation as to why Moshkele Ganev or Moshkele the Thief was not included in his collected works, neglect, Perhaps family members saying, this really didn't, 
this is not fitting for Shalom Aleichem. We don't, we don't know. He may have, exp- he may have run across a character like that. He may very, I mean, look, he, he lived in a shtetl. Uh, they were all types in the shtetl. And maybe Shalom Aleichem thought, this is an interesting chap, this Moshkele, whom everybody calls Moshkele Ganev, Moshkele the thief. Maybe I'll do something with him and write a book imaginatively reconstructing this character. So that's my take on it, purely speculative and maybe totally wrong. But the final result is we have this great book called Moshkele the Thief, and then we can see or imagine ourselves uh, how Shalom Aleichem thought of people in this setting. So before I move on to, to sort of talking about other aspects of your work, quickly, just for our listeners, Mushka the Thief is available uh, now for purchase. It's a wonderful book, which I sat down and read cover to cover. Uh, by, the, by the way, you mentioned the cover. Isn't that cover beautiful? Cover is great. The cover, um, is, cover is stunning. And it's, it's a, it, it's a just, it's a lovely little edition. It's not a, it, you know, it's not huge um, and it's just infinitely readable. And I think that there's a lot to take away and unpack from it <laughs> beyond just being a good, uh, well-told story. So we will have it. Um, you can purchase it listeners at shop.yiddishbookcenter.org as well as elsewhere. And then if I may, Kurt, while I still have you on the line, um, because you're always up to something. Tell me um, also about your latest novel and what else you're working on. Um, the latest novel, which will, within a month, will be available, and it's called Me, Mo, Ma, Mu, and Mod, or which will it be, Me and Mazel, or Mazal, uh, or Gila and Me. It's a love story set in the Jewish ghetto of Venice uh, contemporary times, in other words, now. However, as in all my works, time zones mix and span. And as a guest, we have uh, this guy called, we call in the novel, Mod, or Leone de Modena, who was a late 17th century Venetian rabbi, writer, gambler, card sharp, all kinds of fascinating professions this guy had. And he also makes a guest appearance. So we have a love story set in the 20th or 21st century, uh, but time zones mix. And I've done this with uh, my other works as well. My most recent novel before this is called Kafka's Son, where a man goes, a writer, first person writer, goes to Prague and tries to trace the shadows of Kafka until he comes and meets an old man who surprises him. That again, I'm not going to tell you who this old man is, but if you get the book, Kafka's Son, you'll soon discover. Another book of yours that um, I read and loved. Um, Thank you. Um, So you started out by telling a wonderful story, and I'm going to see if we can end with one of my questions about that. Uh, um, the image of you as a child with Yiddish-speaking parents reading Sholem Aleichem. Um, can you imagine what they would think of all that you've done in terms of bringing this to readers like me who can't read it in the original? Well, listen, um, 
My wife, Erica, said to me the other day, your parents, whom we called mom and papa, would be so proud of you. But let me tell you that, that there will be some other generations who will also, I will be proud of, because if you look a few pages into Marshkele, the thief, you'll see whom I dedicated this little book to, because I've started with my three daughters from their childhood on, fluent in Yiddish, continuing by studying at Columbia in the Yiddish department, uh, and they, with their children, in other words, my grandchildren, uh, all of whom are fluent, um, or mostly fluent in Yiddish, and I could sit down and read Shalom Aleichem uh, to them, with them, and uh, they understand everything. And I'll tell you that within a half an hour after our conversation, I'm going to go back to the other side of town, and three of my grandchildren are waiting for me to continue, continue reading Shalom Aleichem with me. Ah. Um, and which is a reminder, Kurt, that you owe me a conversation. You're a, one of your granddaughters attended one of our summer programs. Yes, and she's the one who's going to be joining us. Yes, Nava. Nava, I miss Nava. She was amazing. And the story she told about how you connected her with all of this literature and culture was absolutely wonderful. And it, my, I'm beaming with a big smile because, again, um, you've 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 done a an amazing job of passing down all of yeah. this. Yeah, and, and Nava is waiting on the other side of town with her older sister and her brother, and uh, we will continue reading Shalom Aleichem together. And she's starting this fall, she's starting Rutgers, and we have a wonderful um, Hebrew, Yiddish, Jewish department, and she'll be continuing her studies uh, of Yiddish with, uh, with Jeffrey Chandler, who's ah. the professor of Yiddish. In uh, at Rutgers. So, thank Wonderful. you so much for featuring Moshkala the Thief by Shalom Aleichem. It was lovely talking to you, Lisa. Lovely speaking with you. All the best. Thank you again. And um, please keep working because. will. And a good year, a happy, healthy year to everybody at the center. Thank you. And hope to see you in person at some point. Well, hello, bye. Yes. Right. Stay well. Bye bye. Thank, thank you. You have been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To learn more about this podcast and to subscribe, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Elizabeth Carteropoli. Until next time, be well and be healthy.